When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Retirement is often seen as a destination, but we believe it's an opportunity to pursue your passions, realize your dreams, and live a purposeful life. Great decisions, incredible lives. Retire with Intention podcast is about more than just money. It's about embracing the things that truly matter, the experiences, the relationships, and the impact you leave behind. Here is your host, John Creekmer. Well, hi, welcome to the inaugural podcast of Great Decisions, Incredible Lives, Retire with Attention. And I'm John Creekmer, and I'm here with Stacy Creekmer. And uh, we, uh, goodness, Stacy, we've been married like 32, 33 years, years. 32 years. It's hard to believe where does time go, and, um, but it's been a lot of fun. It's been, it's been like perfect for 32 years, right? Perfection. Yeah, perfection. Perfection. <laughs> so... It's a uh, you know it's interesting uh, every week on our on our show here um, I want to be having a chance to interview just a lot of people uh, from all different walks of life and uh, attorneys and CPAs and financial advisors and doctors and uh, heads of technology companies we have lined up that can give some phenomenal advice and uh, help people make great decisions so they can live incredible lives. And uh, so much of that is really trying to define, first of all, what an incredible life is. And I know you and I sometimes, we're having dinner or we're out on a walk, which we seem to do every single night as far as a walk, I know. But uh, we talk about, do we live an incredible life? And and if we do, how do we get here? Do we live an incredible life or do we only think we live an incredible life? It really doesn't matter if there's a difference. Right. 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 And so a lot of it really is defining that. And so I thought really for today, uh, I'd love for us to really kind of walk through just what it is about an incredible life. And, and um, you know, we have a subtitle about retire with intention. And I think that word intention is really a lot about what it is every single day of trying to make sure that you're investing the time that you have in the right areas and doing it in a way of which you're making great decisions. And so- But I think it's also interesting to point out, I mean, obviously you're calling this retire with intention, mm-hmm. but I think that it's important for people to know that you don't just retire with intention. You don't just have an incredible life someday. It's not something you're going to get to. And now you're just like drudging through until you get to the great thing, but that you can live with intention and have an incredible life at every single part of life, right? I mean, not just, yes, retire with intention for sure. For sure. But what about today? Yeah. What about today? And to recognize that every single day of life is part of a stage of life. And so we all live in different stages. We have those early years in which we're in elementary school, our schooling years, right? And we have our middle school, our high school, our college stage. But then we head into that young adult stage uh, where we have a lot of our listeners are at. But then we also have the stages of raising um, those middle life years, and then which oftentimes for a lot of folks involves marriage, raising a family. Uh, but then, you know, we head into uh, really that that next stage, which is kind of that pre-retiree, retiree stage, 
And we talk about retirement, but in my mind, after working 32 years with people as they work on retirement planning, I've come to realize that retirement is not an endpoint. It's simply that next stage of life of which you're no longer working for income, but instead you're living life every single day to the fullest. Um, but so, but we're going to say that we could do that and get live to the fullest, have an incredible life at every step along the way. And we're going to talk a little bit about how you define and know if you're having an, what is it, your incredible life? How do you define it and how do you get there? Right. But I think the big thing to say before we get to that is, okay, so incredible life. Does this mean that you could only have an incredible life if nothing bad ever happens? Right. Because I think we need to say that before you were talking about all these stages of life and everybody has, you know, they do go through stages of life, but not all those things are what you would call good. Incredible. Yes. The reality is, um, over the course of the next uh, next number of episodes of the show, we're actually going to be interviewing some people that had some part times of life. And uh, even now, walking through some things that maybe they didn't script out. But the reality is, according to their definition of an incredible life, they're actually living it. Now, it looks a little bit different than the ideal in their mind. And we all go through times of life where we have these uh, points where we say, boy, everything is just kind of knocking off and going the way I envisioned it to go. At other times, we're not so much. It doesn't go that way and you have to make adjustments. But what we're not talking about is everything lines up perfectly the way we could envision it to being. But we're talking about bigger items, deeper things. And then how do we get to good decisions? Right. Okay. So that makes good sense. So an incredible life, um, it should be something more than just everything is perfect according to my ideal. So would you say, as we're thinking about retiring with intention, having an incredible life, it's going to be something not just... Um, say a number of a dollar, because some people, when they think of retirement, like I'll retire when I have X. Right. And then that would be incredible. They do. It's what people always say, what's my number? Am I at my number? Am I there yet? Well, the reality is it's not a number. Uh, The reality is creating the life and living the life that really truly brings you true contentment, peace, joy, when you're navigating all the different things that happen every single day. So we will, though, eventually get to the numbers because, on the other hand, making good decisions does have something to do with your money, and you do need finances to live. And so yeah. you know, it's going to be hard if you don't at some point deal with that. But first and foremost, you where do you start then? I do. And so I think, as a matter of fact, let's kind of start with a little brief background, Stacey. Um, because we kind of have this unique kind of mixture of our personal life along with our business life. And um, some of that we're going to talk about. And then there's times when Stacey and I are going to get back together and kind of walk through some of these key principles and more of a deeper dive that we're going to go through today. But even some of the things we're going to talk about really are kind of born out of our conversations. We have with people every single day, uh, people that we work with, um, but also people that we're just in living life with and in contact with. I mean, goodness sakes, we've been married 32 years. We said 32 years. We have three boys, mm-hmm. and they're all adult children now. So we've gone through as far as having kids and raising kids and all the highs and the lows of that. But then we also would have had our business since 1995. We've worked together for almost as long as we've been married. And so that's an interesting um, partnership as well. So not only married people, but also professional people Mm. working together and building a business. And within that business, then we work with a couple thousand families actually all across the country and around the world and helping them make great decisions to live incredible lives and making decisions based upon their finances and with the goals that they have, what's the best decision to make to structure things well to live it out? And so we actually have had the experience of working with a couple thousand people 
And we're going to rely upon a lot of that experience or the key principles that we have. So I think that is a good way to transition, though. And as we've worked with people over time, what we've discovered is that there seems to be those who uh, stick with the plan. They know where they're going. They're confident about their plan and really um, seem to have that full, incredible life is what you're calling it here. And then there's other people who uh, we've worked with them. They had a plan, just kind of didn't work, didn't stick with it. Maybe they just always felt like it was that my plan isn't quite measuring up. Um, what have you found to be the defining difference then? You know, it's so interesting because I would say probably about 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago now, we started noticing, uh, like you were saying, Stacey, that, that we had two people, two clients that looked very similar on paper, maybe similar family backgrounds, there is similar life experiences, financially with their income and their assets are very similar at one point. And we would lay out before action steps to take in order to accomplish goals. And maybe their goals were somewhat similar. And we noticed that a certain group of people stayed with the plan and executed and did not get distracted by the things of life that they were thrown with. And the other set of people, though, they kept on changing their plan. They kept on changing their goal. They kept on really kind of sabotaging themselves. And we were just talking one night, what is the difference of these two people? And we really kind of boiled it down to a handful of key really key principles or key things that we saw that was consistent with the folks that actually accomplished their goals. And so that first thing that we saw was that they really knew their core values. They knew what was important to them. And I think that's something that's really unique to an individual on what they really value. And I think also that is, I mean, when you think about having an incredible life, your core values are something that's not going to change. It's not going to be like, good this week and bad that week or what depending upon what's going on it just is it's who you are it's who what you value what's most important to you in beyond money beyond everything else and so people who could like delineate those things really do seem to have a lot more satisfaction right. in their lives they do and for some people it's as simple as saying well we have one one friend of our a friend of our firm um he really brings things down to three areas faith family and food and so when we think about it, those are three things that are important and not necessarily food because they love to eat. But I think that's true. I mean, and when their family gathers, they love to eat. They have favorite recipes. So food right. is important. But then I feel like I've loved the fact that they love not just eating per se, but what happens when they gather with their family and with friends and people they love around the table. And they want other people to have that. And so they're really passionate about people who have food insecurity. Right. Maybe you don't have the opportunity to gather around a table you with eat. your family and eat. And so they when they get when they're charitable, then they use that as their focus as well. They want people to know that uh, faith, family, or friends, and have the, of course, be able to have the privilege of meeting together and, and knowing each other well yeah. through a family table. For sure. And so what is it for you? What are those areas that you say are core values that are really central to who you are? Maybe there's one, maybe there's two or three, but boy, we'd encourage you right now to actually start to think through and say, what are the core values of the center and most important to you that really should guide you? And maybe some of that's aspirational. Right. Well, I mean, it does need to be a little aspirational, but ultimately, if I were living an incredible life, no matter what else happens, yeah. these are some of the things that would be present mm -hmm. in me. For sure. And then we'd say the second principle that we see that's really consistent with people that really, really they kind of accomplish living that incredible life 
is that they set goals that are based upon their core values. And so they may say, well, if family is important to me, well, then what are the things that we can set as goals in the short term, the intermediate term, and longer term, goals that we want to see accomplished that will allow us to live out that core value? Or if we say, you know, our faith is important to us, well, then what are the things that they should be doing daily, weekly, yearly, three years, 10 years down the road? The word faith is the central part of who they are. Well, maybe it's charity. Um, and so everyone is different on what those core values are, but they set goals that are tangible and that they, as far as untangible, they actually have two components. Number one is a time frame, and number two is a dollar amount tied to it. And so with that, they can actually say, hey, um, as an example, family um, is important to me. And so I'm going to actually write a letter to each of my three boys um, every single month of which I'm going to share with them something that I'm thinking about them. And so that's a tangible goal that I have. There's a time frame tied to it. On a monthly basis, I'm going to write a letter to them. And so it has a goal, has two things, has time frame, and has money, but you set goals based upon your core values. So the other thing too is I could get, I mean, this year, I don't know if that's a goal you have. Mm -hmm. We haven't talked about that, but I will say you do have to intentionally set some time aside to do this. Like, uh, so having an incredible life does involve knowing your values, does involve having some goals that you base on those values. And intrinsic is you're going to spend some time um, work thinking about what is an incredible life? How can I get there? What do I need to do next? So this isn't just like happening. This is right. It doesn't just happen all of a sudden. So you have to be intentional and study time aside. And, you know, that's something I think that we get so busy in life that the world, it just moves faster and faster. And our minds don't actually have time on their own to sit down and process things. And so we'd encourage you to schedule some time for dedicated thinking on this matter. Yeah, that's been our new thing. Well, I'm recently, I'm just recognizing how maybe aren't having the time to really focus and think through. So we've had to set some time. Uh, we both have thinking time now. Um, almost every day, I'm usually super early in the morning because that's what works for us. But whatever works for you, generally it should involve no no devices, some dedicated time, and something to write your thoughts down with. Without a doubt. I was that we were actually talking that sometimes we've noticed looking at our day, we feel we have some wasted time. And, uh, when we just kind of sit on the couch and veg and uh, watch a sitcom, and all of a sudden we think back in the last week and think, what was that sitcom about? Whatever the show is, right? We don't even remember. We don't remember. So it's like, let's be intentional. Let's probably redeem that time. And you usually to think through what are the values and what are the goals tied to the values. And uh, and then from there, I the next principle. Needs up yeah. into be open to wise counselors. Because sometimes on our own, we maybe need a little bit of help mm -hmm. knowing what direction we should go or how we might get there. So let's kind of define that. So is anyone you get information from a wise counselor? I think we can all say safely, probably not. What is it, like an influencer on Instagram? Is that a wise counselor? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. And I feel like that's in our world today, there is so much information and there's so many people producing content. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's an actual action. Yeah. That's a job now, content producer. Mm -hmm. So therefore, if everyone's producing content, clearly not all of it should be followed or right. right. Ways. Good advice. Right. So you want to make sure that you humble yourself and say, you know, all of us from time to time on a regular basis really need to be hearing from other people that have wisdom. And so that wisdom is actually going to be there to help you make better choices so that you, whenever you're trying to discern, does this goal align with my values? Well, then you've heard from somebody. So that could actually be a wise counselor, it could be someone that's living, someone that's passed away. And it's kind of, well, how does that happen, right? From reading. From reading. And so make sure you have some wise books and other writings 
that you can actually go back to. I know for ourselves, stateside, our faith, our personal faith is a big part of our lives. And so spending time actually reading and studying um, the Bible is something which is critical for us, being open to wise counselors, but then also listening and hearing from other people that we really respect. And so I think that's a critical component that we saw so many people's lives. I mean, I think, I mean, I think too, you might have your wise counselors in life. And like you mm-hmm. said, you could hear from the Bible or other wise books or people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think having those specialized um, wise counselors, because we were talking even just last night about how for you, your doctor is a wise counselor because you have some health conditions going on and he understands you and he understands what's going on. And we respect that he's giving wise advice that's appropriate for you that you that you're able to take. So right. I think having a wise counselor in the areas where you need help is really important as well. Right. And I think that's a great example because I could just go online and start searching around for answers on things. And that may be a sparting point to actually go into some good conversation with a wise counselor. But we even saw last night just some contradictory information from different websites on information. So that if we were to rely upon that information to make decisions that are important to us, that would not be a wise counsel. That would be this general information that's out there. So whether you have your parents or grandparents or you have a sibling or you have other a professional person you work with, being open to wise counselors is really a critical step in making sure you make good decisions. And then number four, Stacey, that next step. So that's where then you get into our, the money questions. Set your financial resources to realize your goals. So you know what your values are, and then you get some goals that will help you realize your values. Maybe you get some people or some wise, you know, some books, whatever, helping you uh, formulate those thoughts. But then you do need to have some money, generally speaking, to support mm-hmm. those goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of it really then is saying, you know, money is simply a tool that is there to allow you to live the life that you're really intended to live, which is really a life of impact. It's a life of meaning and significance. And so simply money is a resource, it is a tool where you need to set it properly in order to be able to actually live out the life that's based upon your core values. And really, a lot of times we found that some folks, they don't want to listen to wise counselors on their money. They want to say, you're not going to tell me what I'm going to do with my money or whatever it may be. They have an attitude in which they're not open to wise counsel in order to have discernment about decisions to make. And a lot of times they end up not it's really sabotaging themselves and not getting to the spot where they want to be. The uh, the last one, I really, it's become really clear. It's always kind of been one of those top principles that we've seen. It's become really clear in recent years, and that has to do with your health and valuing your health. So why do you think that's the, I mean, on this list, yeah. is that the last thing? And so I think that it's critical. If we don't value our health and do things that are necessary in order to be able to have mobility and energy, well, then it's going to be really difficult to actually live out your core values because you're not going to have the, the ability to actually live it out. So do you think valuing your health becomes more important as you age or does it just become more apparent? So is this something for the retiree? Yeah. yeah. So it actually becomes more apparent. And so I think for any stage of life, it's important to make sure you're open to wise counselors, even with your health. And so a lot of that is to say, you know something, um, I may have a goal objective as an example, to spend some dedicated time with each of our three adult children. And our oldest son lives out in the mountains out in Colorado. And we have an objective to spend some time together climbing a 14er. And so a mountain that's over 14,000 feet high. In order to be able to do that. I'm pretty sure I already can. But we discovered a while, a few months ago, that um, that maybe you were going to have trouble with exactly. that. right? Because we we're measuring John's oxygenation of his blood. And we're like, 
Yeah, I don't think you could do yeah. this. Yeah. And so we had an issue come up and it's kind of like, you know something? I've not been valuing my health. I, I thought I had, but I wasn't actually going through and listening to the proper physicians to be able to determine where I was at with some of the things that were coming up. And because of that, if we had not kind of dealt with that and started working on that, well, then I would not be able to accomplish that goal objective with our oldest son. Which we still don't know if we can. We're, we'll, uh, we'll keep that one. We'll keep, we'll keep you all informed on that, right? As we make it to the top of whatever <laughs> so will. the mountain is. Yeah. We're, but we're pretty committed. We're pretty good. We're pretty committed. We're, we're going to get her done. So it'll be a good thing. So really, stage, we've kind of identified those five key principles that we see people-wise. And what you're going to see and hear uh, with our podcast in the coming weeks and months and even the coming years um, is really going to be really dealing with those five key principles that we see out there where people are exploring true wealth. And that really is to say, what do you need to do in order to make sure you're making good decisions? I'm sorry, great decisions to live an incredible life. It's actually good people making great decisions to live an incredible life. And so really, what is it you need to do to be able to do that? And we're going to focus on those five principles. And we're going to have guests on the show that we're going to walk through some of those every single time. So um, do you think I'll be able to come back and share some of them? I'll say we'll leave it up to the listeners on the first episode. If you'd like to actually see more of Stacey, make sure in the comments you say, please bring Stacey back. Um, because I've been I've been looking at the guest list. I do think they're yeah. really incredible people mm. um, who've done some amazing things. So I'm looking forward to hearing from. Incredible people that have impacted our lives and has helped us in so many ways. And uh, some new people we've just recently met. Um, I know you guys are going to be really uh, blessed and impacted by what they have to say. So, um, Stacey, anything else to close it before we kind of shut things down? We covered it pretty good. We today. covered it pretty good. So, great. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to uh, the Stacey and I just kind of give you kind of a little bit of a, a summary as far as the philosophy of the show and uh, what we're walking through. And uh, make sure that you uh, set your alerts as far as all your different podcast channels. Uh, so, then we start to drop the next uh, the next podcast for you. We'll get an alert on that. And, uh, and it's something we're looking forward to. And hopefully you'll be able to find a lot of value from that. And if you need to get a hold of us, feel free to drop a comment in the, uh, there as far as in the comment section. And uh, we'll get back in touch with you as soon as we can. Anyway, looking forward to the next time we connect. And we'll talk to you all soon. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening to The Great Decisions, Incredible Lives, Retire with Intention podcast with host John Creekmer. Follow us on social media, visit our website, and join our community of like-minded individuals redefining retirement and living incredible lives. Please leave us a review and share our podcast with others who may benefit. We wish you a future filled with purpose, fulfillment, and the joy of living your incredible life in retirement.